0: Oh, wow, brother, <laughs> I definitely wanted to comment on that video you did about the Passport brothers. You know, because none of this makes any sense. Like, you know, based on our examples, those are, that are in leadership roles that forces their attitudes onto everyone else, what's taking place can never make sense. You know, because when you think about the nature of the woman and the nature of the man based on those things (laughs) the woman it is her nature to desire a man that can provide resources that is her nature you know but due to the fact that we live amongst uh, a group of people or beings i.e this european man that has snatched the power away from the black man in order to in, in order to that in order to not allow him to provide any resources to the woman, it becomes an imbalance where the man automatically feels that the woman should adjust her nature because his nature has been adjusted now there should be some form of negotiation taking place, some type of um, um, understanding and understanding about this whole ordeal that we're all forced to live. You know, of course. But also, we have to take into consideration that when it comes to media, media can paint any picture that it chooses to paint. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's really what's going on. Like, even with the whole concept of you know brothers and white women being together no matter how much they push that more so than they they push any other dynamics um we know that most of times that everyone we pretty much know are are with each other you know most m- most black men i know are with black women and all most black women i know are with black men but it comes across as some type of hot topic because it's on social media and and also with the whole concept of um women designing men that make six figures that is not the norm it, it you know it's being pushed as though this is some type of normal mindset when the average black man makes nowhere near six figures like in the city that I'm from you from you have tons of hard-working men you know because it's an industrial town you have tons of men who are you know, working these factory jobs, you know, making anywhere from from 14 plus, in many cases, they're making, you know, 20 close to 30, if not $30 an hour, you know, and so to <laughs> to believe that Black women in particular are out here needing a man that makes six figures, I don't, that's not true. I mean, honestly, um, when I look at many people within this city, you know, whether it's friends, family, or whatever, what I see is, you know, especially, um, you know, growing up and all that, I've seen a lot of situations where um, if it were not for the woman, you know, being the the one that was, you know, making the money, then um, the man they're with would be really messed up, you know, because what I find is in this it's kind of a typical situation that we find ourselves in in this, in this country in particular is that um you know a lot of men are in like kind of fucked up situations, you know what I'm saying, and I'm not trying to be funny, you know, but a lot of I know a lot of men who just who live with women now we have to take into consideration that a lot of times when these men are living with women they're living with women who happen to have children whose fathers Children's fathers aren't around and so the government has replaced that and the government is providing these um, homes and things like that, you know, and they're also um, disenfranchising black men in such a way that would leave them basically homeless, you know, and there's so many different components as to why all this stuff is taking place um within our um community you know um it's very compartmentalized and that's done by design so we can't put our finger on a solution we can't put our finger on what's really going on here to go ahead and part you know pinpoint and target the issue to rectify it it's all by design um and you know and so so this whole narrative that they're giving you know in essence they're just creating an artificial uh opposing spirit between the man and the woman in particular the black man and black woman when really it's an illusion you got to be delusional to even participate in that whole mindset because we know that um the norm for us is to be the have nots and somehow the system has tricked you into believing that you should be in a battle with um your counterpart um, due to your lack when your lack only exists because of artificial reasons brought on by a system that has used you as a resource. So it's like all these narratives and artificial constructs that have um, inundated our lives and we to hold this stuff you know, wholeheartedly into some form of reality that's an illusion. You know, because... It is it is natural for the man to be attracted to beauty. The man desires youthfulness and beauty in a woman, right? But due to the the mental impediments that you know, the PTSD, the residue of all the you know uh, poor treatment of our experience in this world, really. You know the the tables have turned and things have been been readjusted to where it's like the man when I look and I, when I look at the black man and you know I don't know if those people will agree with me or not but you know they really still expect the the woman the black woman to be this beautiful thing you know this is why so many black women you know are literally literally losing their lives getting VBLs and all that type of stuff because they're trying to remain attractive course for the man and really you know when it's all said and done women like to try to look good for women too you know um, it's not that it's even a lesbian thing it's just something that I notice women does I don't do it but it's it's it's, it's something that I, I could see as the norm out here where women need the validation of other women um, you know and so the beauty aspect you know they want you to be the beautiful they want you to be beautiful they want you to be able to make money. They want you to have a certain amount of intelligence to you. They want you to carry the children. They want you to rear the children and raise the children. They want you to be everything on the masculine and the feminine side. And somehow they trick themselves into believing all they have to bring to the table is the masculinity. In some cases, people will refer to as the masculine or toxic masculinity you know um there's like there's like a, a lack of balance you know you have these men out here with pop bellies and um you know they're not doing anything to themselves you know you know just like barely you know they might go get their hair cut every now and then and they're always um wearing the same thing and you know they're looking they're they're in their 50s and 60s and dressing like they're you know in their their 20s and shit You know, and it's like they men expect you to hold yourself a certain way, but they're not willing to really do the same thing. And I'm not saying all men. There's always exceptions to the rule. But what I noticed on average was the norm is that the man wants us to be all that we can be. And just just on the sole strength of them being a man, that's enough, you know, because you can be in situations with men and they don't think that they need to change anything. It's just the fact that they're a man. They don't think that they have to do, you know, anything um, special or go out of their way or anything like that because they're paying the bills, you know, because they gave a gift. You know what I'm saying? When the woman not only will she pay the bill and give the gift, but she's always adding something extra to the situation. She's always thinking about others whether it's her children whether it's her her man it's you know i'm saying it's always this limitation in most cases in most cases with men like a lot of men don't even know how to be romantic let alone set up something special for their woman they don't have it in them and not only do they not have it in them they don't even have it in them to even figure it out you know because there's things that we don't know but we can be taught you know that's just like if your woman can't cook And don't cook you expect her to learn how you are not gonna accept the fact that she's she can't cook and she's gonna just stay right there you know you better find a cookbook you better go on YouTube you better tap into your your granny's old recipes or something you're gonna expect her to find means of bettering herself in that area but when it comes to those things that women find um, appealing in men that are not just the, the the norm. You know, men have a million excuses on why, you know, they don't know when their woman's birthday is, why they don't know when the anniversary is. You know what I'm saying? So and this thing has been going on for quite a while. It's been a it's been going on for a long time where um sisters have been put in positions where um we literally have to settle for the kind of man that we we have, you know, what I'm saying because of the, everything that the system has forced on the black man, you know, it has it has definitely placed a certain type of limitation on the the his ability to have a renaissance type of spirit, you know. And so but they want the woman, no matter what she goes through in our own oppression in this world, um, they want us to still have this renaissance type of spirit. They want us to be able to to do everything from A to Z but they don't, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you expect your woman to be able to bear your children and teach your children, but you, when's the last time you picked up a book? You know what I'm saying? Like, when's the last time you've done something intellectual? When's the last time that you've done something, um, you know, creative or, you know, something that's considered to be outside of the box in our community? Like, when, it, when have you done those things? But men do expect that from, from women. You know, um, and so, you know, there's a reason why the black woman is always over the top in her beauty because she recognizes that it's innately in her to be and remain beautiful in order to catch the attention of the male. But the man doesn't hold on to his concept of masculinity on the same level. You know what I'm saying? So there's like this um, bipolar extreme taking place where, you know, um, you know, you know, please, 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 you know, if you can just do this and that for me, I'm going to, you know, maybe if I do this, it'll make him do that. Or maybe if I just add a little bit more of this to it, it'll make him go out and do that. And it's like the more and more that, um, you know, something is missing in the equation that we hope that we can find a means to be your muse and inspire you, the more and more over the top that we get and then tired and drained in the end. Because it's like, okay, well, I'm doing all this and I'm doing all that. Yeah, there are women who, you know, they want men to be able to make a certain amount of money. But for the most part, in most cities, the average city, most women aren't expecting men to be making a certain amount of money. Now, you may find women who have a certain education. You may find women in certain um, cities, say like a New York, like a California, you know, various parts in between, but for the most part, the average black woman is not expecting a black man to be able to make, you know, six figures and beyond. We hope that that can be the case. We hope to be able to run into a man like that, but that is not something that's always on our minds. You know what I'm saying? Because you got brothers out here doing all kinds of hustles and they, they're still able to, um, you know be able to buy their woman a nice gift or something like that. So it's not even a matter of the material thing, it's all about how you incorporate her into your resources. Whatever resources that you have, you know, you can have a man who who really likes a woman, who's really, you know, turned on by a woman and but that woman may not be so much into him, but he may have these two components that will somehow keep her intrigued. And that being his ability to express himself without the ego always floating around. That's, that's one thing. Two, his ability to give her what he can and what she needs based on the fact that he listens to her needs or he may anticipate her needs. He, he recognizes that we, you know, every woman likes to smell good or every woman likes this and likes that. So, you know, um, He's not just going out and buying some perfume willy-nilly and bringing it to her. And then her 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 response would being oh, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, most people will say, well, at least he tried, so on and so forth. But see, it's not enough to try when you're with someone that you love. Because uh, if if you are really into that person and... This person already has perfumes. This person already has things that smell good. You would take it upon yourself to already recognize the types of scents that's coming off of her. You don't even have to go out of your way. But even if you have to go and in, in, in open up some lids to some perfume that's on her dresser, that's fine. But she's wearing a certain type of perfume all the time. She's wearing a certain kind of perfume all the time. Why can't you recognize that in order to... Um, flatter her you know what I'm saying so it's like it's not that you know black women just want some man to take care of them a black woman wants a man to be into her and I, you know what I'm saying that's just really a woman thing in general when a woman recognizes that a man is into her by listening and his actions that follow them you know what I'm saying? Because honestly, I'm just going to tell you the truth. You know, I've dated several men. Now I've only been in, in let's say three relationships. I wouldn't really even count. Let's just say 1.5. Because two of them, I really wouldn't even count them as any type of real, real relationships. You know what I'm saying? But I was married. So that's the the, the one relationship I can definitely count. But I have met different types of men. I have talked to different types of men, you know what I'm saying? Um but I never really got serious with any of them because there was always that component of me needing to be um all they needed. But they weren't willing to be all that I needed, you know what I'm saying? Some people will say, "Well, what about patience?" But sometimes you're so uneven unevenly yoked, excuse me. That it would take eons like it would that person would have to have an underlying type of essence about them to make you realize that, yeah, one day they're going to come around one day. They're going to get it. You know, what I'm saying it's kind of like, you know, just like when you meet someone and they have some type of hobby that you're not aware of. But because you're so into them, you develop a certain type of knowledge about what they're into. So therefore, you know exactly what to get them to make their experience in that area better. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like that. But honestly, I'm going to say this. I've dated outside of my race. I've dated outside of my race. I've dated dated an Asian man. I've dated, uh, you know, white men. I've dated... Hispanic men, so on and so forth. And there's a certain amount of um what's the word I'm looking for? You know, I guess some black men will probably consider it to be kind of cornballish or, you know, um, like they're sappy type men or something like that. And they say that women have issues with these type of men, but it's not that's not the case. Um, it's just that the balance isn't there. But I'll say this, I'm gonna finish what I'm trying to say, is that it was always other men who were always willing to go out of my out of their way for me. Now, it it really wasn't out of their way, just based on the fact that what I brought to the table, as well. But it's just that it wasn't the norm that I was experiencing in my encounters with black men in particular. So it seemed like it was like they were going out of their way, you know. Like for instance, I, when I dated this white guy, it was a while ago. This was the, this was a white guy that you know. It was an interesting, interesting situation. Now, I'm gonna tell you what attracted me to to him. Now he was a little younger than me, one, but he had a very old spirit about him. And he he it wasn't too much that this guy couldn't do. He was he was he could do anything. He was a chef. He was this. He was that. And he was in. He always was doing something. So that that was very appealing to me. And at his age, that was another thing. But also, he would do things like. We might be watching something about food, you know, or something like that. And I would go to work. And when I would come over to his place, he would have that shit cooked. He would have that shit cooked for me. Like, l- presenting it well, everything. Like, it was a certain amount of class about this cat, whether regardless of what his color is or was or whatever. But a lot of brothers these days, they're just not going to put that type of time into a woman when... Um, this society tells them that a woman is just not that important. You know what I'm saying? And so well, how could, how couldn't something that you're purposely adding to your life that could actually wipe your ass because you can't, your stomach is all fucked up somewhere down the line, or you get sick, or why wouldn't you invest into cultivating a relationship that can actually save your life or maintain your life. So, but this society tells you not, that's not important enough. You know what I'm saying? Because again, I don't think that women, um, yeah, I think we, we like nice things, but we definitely adapted to being independent. We've definitely adapted to the whole concept of hustling we've definitely adapted to whatever we need to in order to get these material things that we desire. Um, and so, but with that being said, I mean, um, there, you know, there is just a, this, this certain component. And again, I'm speaking for myself and men may, may, you know, say the same thing when it comes to the black woman, the black man may say, you know, you know, the same thing, but, um, There's a certain component of a lack of interest that seems to always be missing when it comes to a lot of Black men in relationships. Like they're not doing too much of anything that's gonna require, oh, that should be something that should be done consistently because remember, this is an investment. It's an investment, the relationship that you're building with this person you know, and so, but when everything is just a matter of blah, you know, you got, you got things that have to be good done. And there's a difference between, you know, an off brand and a luxury brand, or even a brand that's somewhere in between. It's the quality of ingredients. It's the quality of delivery, his presentation, you know, but a lot of, a lot of really people in general just do things blah, you know, it's kind of like, um, you can, someone can be living in the house for years and years and years. And, you know, they live in this house, you know, they live there, they keep the yard, um, you know, the, 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 the yard mold and all that type of stuff. And then someone else can come right behind them and they might demolish the place. You know what I'm saying? The the grass is growing all over the place and, you know, nothing is ever being maintained, um, inside or outside the home or anything like that. Or, You can have someone who comes in who has a certain type of desire to to beautify things. And they take something that no one could ever have thought of and present it and display it in a way where people are like, wow, oh my God, wow. You know, it's kind of like similar to that. And in relationships, you know, relationships is really the bulk of your life. You know, like if you were to put things in categories based on their importance, a relationship is fundamental. It's a fundamental thing. It's one of the most important things that you can actually have. You know what I'm saying? This is why you can have people who are living, they're homeless or they're drug addicts, and they, no matter what, they stick in there, they stick in there and they hang in there together no matter what, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, that's what really matters, the connection, like to have someone in your life that can finish your sentences, someone that listens to you so much that they're so connected so it's in such an empathic way that they know what your needs are before you know what your needs are i'm I'm not talking about just having one partner in a relationship like that because that's where the, the animosity starts to build, and you know that's what we've seen over time where The woman, I mean, most people can't say that they know that they have known a certain amount of men who have been everything to a woman. But I know I know a substantial amount of women who have been everything to a man. I mean, they washed their clothes, they sewed their buttons on their pants or or their shirts when they needed to. They made their lunch. They did this, they did that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and not just the domestic portion of things, but they were able to even go out and make connections to bring in a certain amount of finances into the home, everything. But somehow I keep hearing the cries of men as though they have played that role out to the to the point where it's a normal thing for men to to understand a woman because most men don't even understand a woman. Most men don't understand a woman to the point where they can't even buy them a gift that actually reflects who that woman is. And again, I'm not saying all men. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like how many, like even say a car, right? How many men, could go out and literally buy, if they have the money, I'm not talking about those who don't have the money. I'm just, I'm just, this is just hypothetical. How many men can literally go out and buy a car that's exactly the personality of their woman? It's not too many. It's not too many, but I bet you it's a lot of women that can go out and buy a car that's exactly the personality of of their man. And you can say, well, the man is simple, so on and so forth, but that's not where I'm coming from. You know what I'm saying? That's not where I'm coming from. It's not about the difficulties and the the complexities of, of, of male versus female. It's about knowing a person. It's about listening to a person. It's about, you know, even knowing a person in areas where they don't even know themselves. For you to even awaken that in them. And most, let's face it, most men don't have time for that. They don't have time for that. And that's just straight up. And so this whole artificial back and forth that you're hearing between the man and the woman and the woman being this and the woman being that, you know, um, when it's all said and done, most men, when they talk about their friends, they'll their male friends, they're not talking about them, like if they were, they're literally just being honest about the type of friends they have. They're not talking about them in some way that, you know, where a man really deserves a woman that, um, is everything to them. They're not, they're, they're talking about how they man be messing around on a good woman. And I mean, I've seen it. I, I got tons of men on my on, um, in my family, especially on one side, but both sides, I got men on my family, my, in my family that are, um, that have dog women, good women, I mean, good woman after good woman after good woman after good woman. It's not too many women that can say that they had good men after good men after good men like that. And this is where, this is, this is what, what I find most perplexing because to me, it's like the black man has literally taken on the whole, whole, um, embodied the whole mindset of the European man where they see themselves as beyond you in a sense where they deserve far more than you deserve. Everything should be about them. And it seems like what these men are crying about makes sense due to the fact that the modern woman has evolved into something out of survival. I mean, you can't, I mean, you know, it's like men understand that they don't want their daughters to be used by a man, they don't want their daughters to be with the wrong man, you know, but they're okay with being the wrong man for someone else's daughter, you know, and so what you're seeing with women you know um and black women in particular is not something that they're just doing because they just want to be this way, you know a lot of it came from living and learning whether they were seeing their mothers being taken through things by their fathers or the fathers just not being there. How many, I mean, think about this. How many women do you know that had children and the fathers just weren't there? Good women, good, decent women. I mean, I, I, it's, 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 Countless of women that I knew growing up, decent young women that made the wrong choice in sleeping with a man, and the man never claimed their child, you know like shit like that now you're seeing more and more women because of the the evolution of the modern day and what it produces you're seeing more and more more and more women stepping out of the position of motherhood, but for the most part. That is not something that you see. And so, I mean, it's like, let's be honest here about what's really taking place between the man and the woman. We have stood the test of time and and we just couldn't walk away from things. We just couldn't walk away from things. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason. Now, we had a choice. You know, just like a a man has a choice in being the father or not, a woman does too. As you can see in today's world, you're starting to see more and more women walking away from the whole maternal thing. But the spirit and the essence has always been different. And so you can't be cold to those around you and then expect them to take the high road. Is what I'm saying and that's what i see with this whole us versus them when it comes to this man and woman thing it's something it's it, it's an arena that the black man and black woman shouldn't even be involved in because yeah we know all these things exist but we also know that it's it's due to these various constructs that have put us in this position in the first place like we have so much integrity authentically and naturally that given the right circumstances, that nine times out of 10, there's always going to be exceptions to the rule. We're always going to create an atmosphere of love and, you know, good time. And that's just our nature. But when you're constantly being bombarded with all this unnecessary weight due to um, the standards of society, then yeah, you're going to readjust and you're going to change and you're going to so on and so forth. But we're still being used. We're still being used to promote um, a mindset that, um, you know, that they want us to be in. They want the woman and the man to be at odds, you know, because at this point, you know, um, we're the last to know as far as black people. We're the last to know that they want black men and, and they want men and women at odds because the man and woman has, in, in in their world has always been at odds. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're really the only culture when you when you really think about things, European culture is the only culture where the woman is not really honored. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, you know, you have some Asian cultures and a lot of a lot of these various cultures have taken on the European mindset, um, i.e. through religion, and they've taken on that, you know, it's a man's world, beat on your chest and all that type of stuff through re- through religion. But for the most part, the authenticness of a culture, which always tends to be original people anyway, the woman is always, you know, revealed, revered and upheld. And so we are the last to know that the the man and woman are enemies. Because that's not something that we naturally, you know, were born into. You know what I'm saying? That's something that we were made into. And we keep gravitating towards their world and uh, speaking up for it, you know, like it's our shit. You know what I'm saying? But that's the game, again, that the narcissist plays into making you believe, you know, um, uh, their argument is your argument. We're all in this together. It's patriotic. You know, it's about, you know, us versus them. You know what I'm saying? And so I can see how that mindset develops more so in the man. Because just in sports alone, you know, in this male-dominated sports world that we live in, where, you know, men take on that mindset easily easily the mindset of either or you know us or them you know what i'm saying this team versus that team to the point of you know i got to wear you know such and such jersey on my on my chest and i got to wear such and such number on my head or such and such team you know on my feet or you know what i'm saying so the this this mindfuck of believe believing that you know, it's always the woman's fault because that's what it's it, that's what it rings to me is that it's always the woman's fault, but it's only the woman's fault because you're taking on the European mindset. Let them tell it. The woman is not about shit. I mean, we came from the man's rib. Really? Yeah, I'm saying like you got fathers and, you know, things like that and religious settings and You know, um, the man is always um, placed on a pedestal um, in a religious setting or, you know, placed in always in a position of leadership and so on and so forth. This is a European concept. Because it's not about male, female. It's about who can do the job. Because when you're just looking at it from just a male point of view, then you're dealing with nepotism. And nepotism is all about control. You know, and so we have to stop taking on these these uh, entities and these spirits that are doing nothing but benefiting off of, you know, uh, the regurgitation of their bullshit. You know, where you're walking around, you know what I'm saying, beating on your chest and so on and so forth and making it seem as though it's always the woman's fault. It's always the woman's fault. It's always the woman's fault. How can it always be the black woman's fault when... We're not the one in power. How is it that you've been tricked into believing that it's my fault when the very people you're voting for at least ninety percent of the time and you know in in the past it was even more than that ninety percent of who you're voting for are white men. How is it anyone else's fault i mean I mean this is a, I know a hard pill for the, to swallow because many of many black men have taken on the emulation of the white man, just like the the black woman has emulated the white woman. But see, that's all out in the open. It is you that is doing it covertly and throwing the stone and hiding your hand. And this is the reason why we can't get anywhere because no one really wants to speak the truth on how we got here and what's really going on, so we can attack that thing and start to come off of it. You know, so, you know, this whole, yeah, 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 black women do this and black women are doing that and so on and so forth, but how can it be any other way? Because how many of you can say that you know of black women killing black men? I mean, it gets that deep. You know how many people I know who've lost their daughters at the hands of a black man? Black women? You know how many people I know who have been kidnapped by black men And, and, and I'm not saying it to say that all black men are fit this description, but there is a certain amount of um uh what is the word I'm looking for due to the aggression. That naturally is in the male. He is more prone to such transgressions. Is what I'm saying. So not just physically, but mentally in believing his own shit. That the woman is just doing this to fuck with him. It's her fault. You know, and again... (laughs) It just seems like it looks like men are being masculine, but really it's the total opposite. Because when I look at this situation, it looks like that men are trying to find the easy way out and they want to use the woman as a scapegoat. Because your ears and eyes and all the rest of your senses are not, are not um, available if it doesn't involve sex or meeting your need. And see, you, be, you get selective hearing when it comes to you going out of your way for that woman's need. Yes, yeah, sex is important, but we all know that sex is something that men tend to be more into than women, right? And so there are certain things that we're just more responsible for, just like the whole concept of the woman not really being able to leave her seed. And so with you having this this urge, these urges, these sexual urges the way that you do, you have to, your, your objective here is to be able to control those things. To be able to control those things to manifest your reality. And so just because you want sex doesn't necessarily mean the woman should give it to you if you're being foul and cold towards her, I mean, because we know that sex begins for a woman, for the most part, in the in the mind, and so if you're not cultivating, because you're not in, you're not vested into her emotional health, but you have aligned yourself with her to the point where you have claimed her as your woman, as your mate, as your partner, as your wife, as your whatever but you're not putting in the necessary work that is needed in order to fulfill your desires and your dreams through her. But yeah, you're still expecting her to fulfill these things all the while being beat down. I mean, how foolish is that? And then you expect to be seen as a leader like because a real leader comprehends that. A real, lead, a real leader realizes that there's going to be a certain way that I have to deal with this personality here. And I'm going to have to do this, and I'm going to have to do that in order to be able to get, you know, what needs to come out of it. You know, it might be selfish things, but at least you ain't, you're ain't not beating her down. You're not beating her down about um, adding to being a breadwinner. You know, because a lot of these brothers out here, they want to beat you down and send you to work so other people can beat you down versus, you know, filling her back up when she gets home to prepare her to go back out into the world. See, it, it goes both ways because it's a modern day. And so you still want us to fulfill the domestic part of, of what this world tells us we're supposed to do but then we also have to deal with the fact that it's a modern woman so she you want her to be domestic and you want her to be able to go out here and deal with the world okay so then what does that leave you you're just out here dealing with the world but you're not you're not willing to um you're not even willing to exercise you're not even willing to eat right you're not willing to and I'm not saying all men you know what I'm saying and I'm not saying all women are doing this But what I'm saying is you like a good-looking thing. You like your woman to be fit and looking good. But, see, you want that and still have a belly like you 15 months pregnant. And and, 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 ain't nobody correcting you about it. Because it's, it's the norm for a man to be okay with where he's at. You know, and so everything that we see going on out here, you know, we have to stop taking cues from um, a system that is unjust. Like everything about this system is unjust. And we keep taking cues on what we're supposed to be doing, who we should be standing behind, who we should be coming up against. We keep taking cues from an unjust system that only pushes their shit. I mean, when are we going to push our own shit? When are we gonna do that? When are we gonna stop telling uh uh when are we gonna stop allowing others to tell us what beauty is? Our own beauty. You you they they want us to treat them like they're an expert to how we're supposed to look and be. Huh? Something that doesn't even like, that's jealous? We have to go to that. I mean you you're talking about a people that have been indoctrinated, and some just it's just an innate thing in them to believe that this double standard that they live by is shouldn't be questioned. I mean these these people are walking, breathing double standards. they're so bothered by our togetherness and then turn around and talk about Black Lives Matters. But then as soon as they see us coming together, they want to stand in the way of it. They want to question it. They want to oversee it. And then they want to push Black Lives Matters, telling us what matters when it comes to Black Lives by just having a sign with the whole gay flag with BLM on it when we know that's a lie, too. They don't care about gay Black folks. I mean, so, like, this, this, these narcissists that are acting like they're our friends, they're acting like they have our best interests at heart when all the evidence shows that that's not the case. They don't like us. They don't like us. This is why they set forth rules and policies and actions to come up against you even though you haven't committed a crime. They can watch you for years and authentically know how much of a good person you are and still come up against you. And you always want to look at them in some just manner, but they never look at you in a just manner. I mean... I could make a phone call to some business, and just on the strength of how I talk or my name, they're not going to give me the same quality of service or knowledge. Or, and I'm not saying there's no exceptions to the rule because with black people, we have to know our shit. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta go above and beyond in order to even get what everybody else what they get. But to say if you don't know certain things, they're going to take advantage of that. And we know this system loves to be able to take advantage of something. And so therefore, it is to their benefit to keep you in ignorance so they can take advantage of you and tell you that they care about you and they're going to be there for you and they support you by giving you some type of social service. You know, I think about this lottery situation. Everybody's talking about this whole lottery game, you know, with this Powerball and shit. And with the manipulation of technology, they can present whatever image um, that represents you in order to move you emotionally, in order to buy into their shit. So you may see as a black person, them presenting more black faces in relationship to this whole lottery thing because they want to use you. Now we're already deprived. We're already you know going through the ringer just on the strength of who we are. And you know that because in every every um industry, we're always getting the short end of the stick. We're the least to own banks, we're the least to own schools, we're the least to own this, we're the least to own that. Just you name it. That's not by happenstance. Okay? And so but they use that they use that to such an advantage and to, to, and, and to such a degree that makes you feel like you're wrong for thinking and feeling anything else to the point where we have to get their validation on how we feel about their unjust ways towards us. It's like we have to get the goal, the, the 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 head nod. We're waiting for them to say, yeah, you're right. We don't do right by you. How the hell you going to expect somebody that's not doing right by you collectively to all of a sudden one day and say, just collectively say, yeah, you're right. We don't do right by you. No, they're going to mind. Fuck you. I mean, because a victimizer needs a victim. And that's all this system is comprised of. Is victim and victimizer. And then they become their own worst enemies. And then we become our own worst enemies because we're trying to um, be a part of the in crowd so much that we start to validate their bullshit. Oh, uh, well, no, not all white people bad. You know, we start saying stupid shit like that. We're not talking about if all white people bad. We're talking about the fact that when it comes to this system, Those who are benefiting from it are gonna be the ones who are going to push it the most. And that happens to be white folks. But again, the mental mind game that they have played on those of us in our community, you know, to intimidate you into their way of thinking to coerce you into their way of thinking, to indoctrinate you into their way of thinking. By any means, we gonna need them to think like this. Whatever you do, don't let those folks think independently because that's not gonna be any benefit to us. I mean, we are a threat and don't know we're a threat or won't acknowledge that we're a threat. But you're a threat, nonetheless, and so you you keep mind fucking yourself, being a permanent people pleaser, European people pleaser. You you you're so hell bent on disappointing this motherfucker, so hell bent and not causing any waves for a motherfucker who has done nothing but cause a tsunami for you. Weak. This weak all the way around the board when I see my people always buying into this nonsense. Not questioning anything to any full extent. Whatever they give us, we take it. I happened to stay the night with my people last night. Therefore, I was forced to watch TV. Local. Local the worse. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucking um public shit. You know what I'm talking about? You know, I'm not saying actually PBS, but it's public media. It's public channels. The local channels. And I swear everything that I seen was a lie. From the commercials to the primetime shows that came on after this and after that. I said, what the fuck is all this bullshit? Like, is this shit real? Like, everything that seems to be taking place on this, mo- it's like everything is being shot in the studio. Literally, everything is being shot in the studio. <laughs> I mean, Everything. I mean, it's just like, I don't know if you understand where I'm coming from when I'm saying that, but it's just like everything (laughs) is just some advertisement and and marketing strategy to make me believe and buy into their bullshit. You know, all these little corny shows where their deliverance always, they always come across as though they're trying to be relatable with these various characters and shit, these cornball-ass Europeans and shit, and then they'll sprinkle in a couple of Hispanics and a couple of Black folks, and you know what I'm saying? But everything is so contrived, from all their little shows involving entertainment and there are various people who deliver this entertainment and the things that they say and the things that they do. and Damn, for a foot can't see through that shit. And it's like the indoctrination, it makes people never question. It, it, it sets up a permanent form of um, double standard. You know, especially since um, Trump came on the scene. It's like this this permanent double standard that exists in people. And and how can we change? People keep talking about a better world, better world. They keep lying to us about this bullshit. Like there's something that they really want. But how is it, how can you push a double standard and at the same time talk about you want a better world? Because if you're picking and choosing who can do what and who can't, we're already in trouble. That just still sounds like some haves and have-nots. That just sounds like some motherfuckers that got an advantage and got a disadvantage. Motherfuckers that got privilege and some who don't. And and they hide behind these these various characters that are supposed to be in, in place to make our lives better, but they only make our lives worse. But ain't nobody questioning them. But somehow i can come on a scene and speak the truth and everybody want to question me everybody want to pry into who i am but y'all coward asses won't do that in your life from day to day you got people who want to sit and tell you how they gonna make a change in their life and they ain't nothing but a people pleaser they can't even grasp the concept of when they're actually even utilizing that type of behavior in their life to make a change They can't even grasp when they're people-pleasing. Well, how the hell are you going to change? How are you going to stop people from taking advantage of you when you don't even know when you're doing it? And then you get mad at somebody who be pointing that shit out. Uh, The weakening of human beings right before you Right before you. And you gotta live with this shit and you gotta live through this shit. Of motherfuckers that just be straight up agents. Straight up agents. And the shit be right in their face. Like other motherfuckers that can't see that these motherfuckers is agents. And so then when you it makes you question, are they agents? Because if you can't see that this motherfucker is obviously an Asian, y'all motherfuckers must be working together. Motherfuckers out here doing all kind of stupid shit with no type of remorse, without no type of empathy, no type of everybody pushing this me agenda. And it's a me agenda for nothing all on the strength for you to get off, have some type of instant gratification. It don't have nothing about the big picture in it. Nothing about the big picture in it. Well, guys, I just wanted to speak on that. I just wanted to speak on how we keep involving ourselves in this narrative that it's always, it's, it's, a, it's a, a form of social engineering to make something that wasn't the norm, the norm at some point in the future. You know what I'm saying? This whole concept and this whole illusion and this narrative that they're giving us that man versus woman and all that type of stuff. You know, let's sit back and think about what's really going on here and say, oh, damn, these motherfuckers ain't got us. Oh, no, man, man we're going to have to start doing better. We got to do better. We just gotta do better. And trust and believe that all these disgruntled motherfuckers, they always choose a disgruntled motherfucker to use. I mean, look at the whole uh Roe versus Wade. That trashy white chick that they use to push push their agenda. Disgruntled, confused, trash. That wasn't even interested in taking it to the level that they took it. You understand what I'm saying? They use a disgruntled motherfucker that's been through some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that damn Andrew Tate. You look at that little, you look at that cat when he was a little boy, he was Rejection City. That motherfucker looks so motherfucking goofy. I'm not saying I would have mistreated him. But I know tons of other motherfuckers have seen this motherfucking ass coming and would have been doing all kinds of stupid shit to his ass. And so it's probably been done is what I'm saying. And that probably plays a role in how he's being used the way he is, or maybe just the fact that his father is a former CIA agent. Because we know that they have a history of producing children to push their agenda, you know, just like various... uh, Uh, Rock and roll bands and all that type of stuff. You look into the history of their parents, and their parents have served in the military and all this generational thing. And you know what I'm saying? We keep being swept under the current, y'all. Because they, the more and more that they, that they, they're able to push their agenda through and get the control out of us that they want. You know, they have a huge desire to put us in a childlike mindset. And see, a child can easily be intimidated, especially when that child is ignorant, especially when that child lacks the ability to express, or especially when that child has very limited experience. That's the position they want us in. And niggas stay in that position. You got motherfuckers out here that won't even eat an onion. Grown as fuck. If something got onions in it, if something got peppers in it, if something got some type of vegetable in it, they pick that shit out. They're not even willing to revisit if they like it. I mean, because when I was a little girl, I didn't fuck with onions. I didn't fuck with peppers. That's the type of shit I used to push to the side. But as an adult, I revisited it. Whether I like onions and peppers or not. And not to mention having a better understanding of vegetables and their importance. Now, you got a problem <clears throat> with eating a onion or a pepper because you don't like the taste of it. But when your ass gets so sick because you've, you've neglected to feed yourself the proper nutritious things, you quick to take a motherfucking pill or some form of medicine and, and don't let it be liquid. That shit be nasty than a motherfucker. I mean, because, you know, you take a pill and you dissolve that motherfucker, that shit is disgusting. I mean, which one would you rather have? (laughs) Then you still got to worry about if the motherfucker going to give you leaky guts. (laughs) It's like, yeah, you know, again, this shit is just like, I I just be like, what the fuck, man? You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. It's crazy being a black woman in this particular time, having the type of mindset and consciousness that I have, because for the average person, they have been taught to put me in a certain box of ignorance. But I'm so beyond the average motherfucker. But in this world, it's a strange experience. It's a strange experience how people want to discard you and hold on to you at the same time. It's sick. This bipolar, this passive-aggressive experience. This shit is crazy. (laughs) It's, It's crazy. But I just wanted to speak on that. And, um, Damn. (laughs) <laughs> You're talking about having your senses desensitized. Mm. I can't have that. I can't have that. But here we are, people. Um, and I just wanted to speak on that, guys. You know, I hope you took it in. You know what I'm saying? You know, and. Huh. I don't know. (laughs) And, you know, all I can say is until next time, guys, be well.